Welcome to the Dr. Judd Podcast. This is Dr. Judd. Ever wonder why tightness in your jaw or shoulders is linked to stress? Did you know that you can use curiosity to change your relationship to things like this, even to anxiety and fear? I'm Dr. Judd Brewer, addiction psychiatrist and neuroscientist specializing in anxiety and habit change. Let's dive right in. The Irish novelist and poet James Stevens wrote, curiosity will conquer fear even more than bravery will. I love this. Curiosity will conquer fear even more than bravery will. But how? As I mentioned in a previous video, because fear is the most basic of survival mechanisms, when we get scared, we immediately react. For example, when someone yells, look out, we don't have time to sit around and check the credibility of our sources. We quickly duck or we jump out of the way and then we look around to see if that threat was real or not. And when there is a lot of fear out there, fear itself can become really contagious and spread simply by hearing someone's scared tone of voice or seeing their eyes. So how can curiosity possibly help with this? Yesterday, I talked about two different types of curiosity, deprivation curiosity and interest curiosity. Think of deprivation curiosity as the destination type of curiosity. If we don't know something, we get that restless itch to go out and find the answer. Once we get the answer, that itch has been scratched. The journey's over. We've arrived at our destination. Interest curiosity, on the other hand, is all about the journey itself. We don't have that itch to get somewhere because we're already there, as in the journey is the destination. We become interested in whatever's happening in any one moment. An easy way to tell the difference between deprivation and interest curiosity is to simply check in with how they feel in your body. Deprivation curiosity pushes or pulls you along, urging you to action, while interest curiosity is patient and inviting. With interest curiosity, there's no rush because there's no place to get to. You can even try this for yourself right now. Simply feel into your hands and see which hand feels warmer. Is it your right hand or your left hand? Or are they both exactly the same temperature? If you notice the difference in temperature between the two, do you know why this is the case? I'll explain the physiology now. Ready? First, take a moment to notice what it feels like not to know the answer. Actually, as you might have already figured out, there isn't some medical explanation as to why one of your hands might feel warmer than the other. But hopefully from this little self-experiment, you saw and felt the difference between interest and deprivation curiosity. Just to make sure you can really tell the difference, let's return to James Stevens' quote, curiosity will conquer fear even more than bravery will. Why might this be the case? How can curiosity possibly be stronger than bravery? If you're interested, that's your deprivation curiosity urging you to learn why. Here's a bit of the science behind this. Let's start with fear learning. Let's say that you're walking across the street and someone yells, look out. You instinctively jump out of the way to avoid a car that's careening around the corner, speeding right at you. If you just shook this off and your body and mind stopped there, you'd go about your day as though nothing happened because nothing bad did happen. You didn't get hit by the car. But what do you really do? You look around and you see that you narrowly avoided getting hit by a car. You feel your heart racing and start thinking about how you could have been killed. Later in the day, you might even replay the event to a friend or a family member, describing how this reckless driver almost killed you. 
when you retell that story, you might even notice that your heart's racing a bit or your body's a bit contracted as you feel a bit afraid just by recalling the event. Later, if you walk quickly up a flight of stairs, which gets your heart pumping, that increased heart rate might trigger you to recall that event. Yes, our bodies hold associative somatic memories, which is just a fancy term for pairing certain physiologic states with memories of events and emotional states. Heart beating fast gets paired with the memory of almost getting killed. Let's explore an everyday example together. When you're stressed or anxious, do you hold this tension in your shoulders or your jaw or somewhere else? If you're someone who holds stress in your shoulders and back, say, you can even trigger yourself to feel stressed or anxious simply by tightening your shoulders. That's the physiologic state triggering an emotional state because the two have been paired in the past. So knowing all of this, what can you do? This is where the different types of curiosity come in. If you notice that you're feeling anxious, maybe you start to wonder why. Hmm, why am I anxious? You might think and then try to figure out why that's the case so you can fix it. That's deprivation curiosity, and that destination is often a dead end. Many of my clinic patients get stuck in these why habit loops. Oh, why is this happening? How long is it gonna last? They can't figure out what triggered their anxiety and then start worrying about how long it will last or what they can do about it. And then they just tighten up into a tight little ball of anxiety. Don't fall into this trap. If you notice that you're getting stuck in a why habit loop, you can use interest curiosity to pull you out. Instead of focusing on the why, focus on the what. This is important, so I'm gonna repeat it. Instead of focusing on why you're anxious, focus on what anxiety feels like right in that moment. Here you can get interested in what stress or anxiety feels like in your body. And just like that hand exercise we did earlier, you can ask questions that pique your interest curiosity. Hmm, do I feel this more on the right side or the left side of my body? Hmm, is this anxiety in the front or the back of my body? What are the physical sensations? Is there heat? Is there coolness? Is there a vibratory quality? You can ask all sorts of questions. Now, this is not to say that curiosity will magically cure all of your anxiety overnight, but it is to suggest that curiosity as a quality of awareness is really helpful for helping us unwind stress and anxiety instead of winding ourselves up more. That's why I named the mindfulness app that our team developed for anxiety, Unwinding Anxiety because mindfulness helps us focus on what it feels like instead of why anxiety is happening to us right now. This helps us change how we relate to our emotions and our body sensations rather than trying to fix them or change them. In fact, curiosity is a key skill for helping people step out of anxiety and worry habit loops. And as I've mentioned in earlier videos, our clinical studies show that app-based mindfulness training can reduce anxiety by 57 to 63%, even in people with generalized anxiety disorder. But you don't need an app to awaken your own curiosity. You can simply start practicing now. Whenever you feel stressed, you can simply drop into your body and get curious. Do that right, left, front, back exercise. Where do I feel it? What does it feel like? And you can start small and practice this curiosity exercise short moments many times throughout the day. If you're triggered by something that you read or see that's scary, take a moment to stop, get curious about your body's reaction, and see if you can help prevent your mind from winding itself up 
and then you can rinse and repeat short moments many times throughout the day. Simply drop into being curious. As attributed to Tigger from Winnie the Pooh, life is not about how fast you run or how high you climb, but how well you bounce. So see if today you can move beyond bravery and instead build your balance by cultivating curiosity, one moment at a time. Onward, together. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to receive future episodes, and please share this with friends or loved ones who might find the content helpful. To learn more about mindfulness and habit change, visit drjud.com. See you next time.